Welcome back to the Pitch Pod, everyone. I'm Jess Stebbins. Joined with me this evening is the co-host, Joe Janner. Joe, how are you doing this evening? Jeff, I'm doing fine. I'm excited to be back talking about English Premier League, looking at a marquee matchup, Newcastle versus Manchester United. So happy to be here. Interesting how this conversation goes. Yeah, it's been a while. We haven't done a, a podcast for quite a while. So if we're a little bit rusty, hopefully they forgive us out there and and Joe, you're, are you battling something? Is Are you fighting through illness? What, what's going on over there? Jeff, it's a little congestion. It's a little bit maybe me not being 100%. But as you said, it, just battling through, just trying to push through. I mean, tis the season, and we're doing our best, just like everybody else, to to make the most of our health and, and get through. So I'm, I'm okay, though. I'll be all right. Thanks for asking. A great athlete persevering, right? That's same thing. Same That's, thing. You got it. The show must You go. got it. The show must go on. As you said, we have quite a matchup. Uh, Joe, uh, both of these teams coming off the Champions League play and, and some interesting results from that. So do you mind kind of reviewing that? And I believe there's a controversial call in the Newcastle game. Do you mind kind of taking our viewers through that briefly? Well, right. I think that, I mean, I know in the aftermath, there was a lot discussed about the call, the handball late in the extra time. Mbappe ends up converting penalty to draw level and I think a lot of people that were looking at going how why and in these type of games when this happens it's you know it does lend itself to a lot of question marks about not only the process but the why it gets to that point where a the VAR has so much influence on a match I mean that was it's supposed to be in some sense supposed to be the opposite right I thought that was really in some sense in there the VAR is put in place to help to keep these type of controversial situations from occurring. And now it looks like nine out of 10 times it's the reverse. So again, without getting too far, getting too critical into it, I think it's, it's worth mentioning the fact though, that that, that is probably going to play some sort of role in, in how Newcastle then prepares himself now for league play. I mean, you, you come off the game like that where I won't well, know if anybody's quoted, or I don't know if I necessarily would like to be quoted myself as saying they were robbed in that of the full three points, but, Maybe they come out, play with a little chip, chip on their shoulder, and, and that will influence how this next upcoming match goes. So I think it's worth mentioning. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the fact that they still had a draw against a team, the caliber of PSG, that's, that kind of shows you what they're capable of. And so, yeah, if luck went their way, maybe there's a different outcome there. And then uh, Manchester United, can you briefly tell us about their Champions League match? They just got yeah. done recently. Well, that was probably way more difficult, especially for supporters of Manchester United to deal with in the fact that they were up 2-0 to end up, and then I think at one point up 3-2 to end 3-3, bottom of their group. Now, statistically, probability-wise, and it'd be interesting to see if anybody out there has put the numbers together. Te technically, they're still not out of it. It would require them, one, beating Bayern, and the other two teams drawing so it'd be interesting to see if anybody's put those numbers together. Love to hear if any of our listeners, anybody's gotten that far into the probability of Manchester United to be able to get through. It's got to be slim to none. I don't know how well that translates into German. I'm sure that would be an interesting aspect to hear as well. So that's a big part of the game. Going into this game, how are they going to respond? After, again, I think most of the critics, most of the people that were, especially their supporters, saying, how do you not win that game? So I think, that, again, it goes 
that's why these competitions are exciting because it's not just the one league. You have all these other competitions involved, and it does have their influence over the next matches, players, sides, management decisions, selections, all that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. There's still a lot of season left, obviously, and we're still – we're still – there's plenty of time. But I'm kind of surprised that both Newcastle and Man U are so down – on the uh, leaderboard right now. I think they're sixth and seventh respectively, and it's not bad. And, and as I said, there's plenty of time for them to climb back up by the end of the season. But does that surprise you that those two teams are that low on the leaderboard, Joe? You know, it's relative in a sense. I mean, we're talking about the English Premier League. You're talking about a lot of clubs, a lot of sides. I mean, maybe we just need to look at the points. If you're talking about Manchester United with 24 points, they're only six points below the top. I mean, it's, it's heavily con- – Speaking of congestion, Jeff, you could have mentioned it when I talked about my own congestion. Talk about a congested table. I mean, you really are talking about six, seven, eight teams that are within eight points at the top there. Manchester United with 24, Newcastle right there with 23. So I think results-wise, you know, maybe there's been a couple of surprises, but as far as where they're at there, I think it's fair. I mean, you maybe we're not talking about Aston Villa, but the fact that they're sitting in fourth or 28th maybe a bigger surprise than anything. And so, I mean, that's a spot that maybe should have been Manchester United, Newcastle to take. But again, really, I think that's what's exciting. That's why we love the English Premier League is because of the quality of sides and the number of potential, you know, and still uh, here we are, match day 14. I don't think anybody's claiming that uh, anybody's going to win this 100%. No, no. Um, and it's interesting, Arsenal and Manchester City, right, where they were last season, one and two. So it's interesting, but you're right. Plenty of, plenty of time left, plenty of games to be played, but uh, – yeah, it's interesting. If, if you look at the results, both Newcastle and Man U, they're both talented teams, but it seems like there's there's just not a lot of consistency there, Joe. And one week they look great like they should, and then the next week they lose to a team that they shouldn't. And it's just up and down, up and down for both of these squads all season. So really, just, I don't know how to make a prediction on this one. It, it, it just kind of depends who shows up because – I think they're both really quality teams. It's just the consistency is what concerns me going into this. I would agree. I think that you said it in the sense that it's not really certain. They haven't really – I mean, you know, you could say within league play, Manchester United having won three in a row in the league, you know, maybe that's a little bit more consistent. Could they end up winning this one, getting four in a row? Be interested to go back and look and see the last time that they were able to do get four in a row in the league. You know, for me – well, I'm looking at, as I look at the table, look at the numbers, I'm looking at something that's kind of glaring. I think that it's almost revealing the possible and potentially where I'm going in terms of my prediction. I'm looking at the zero draws that Manchester United have had in this. I mean, it's all big, almost all for nothing. I'm looking at the 16 goals for versus the 16 goals against for a zero goal differential. You know, sometimes that that's a little bit of a, a consistency itself. It's either it is or isn't, right? You know, off or on, the binary in the sense that they could go, this could really go either way. And then you look at Newcastle side, you know, right there, alone I, you know i have to think that this is probably one numbers wise statistics wise looking at the numbers it doesn't it just screams out draw to me okay and what was the actual draw that you're predicting i'm gonna i'm gonna say i both these teams are capable of score i'm gonna go two two draw two two draw that's fair that's fair yeah again for me uh some things that i'm gonna factor into this are um, where's the game being played? It's at Newcastle, right? Which team's hot right now? You know, um, 
I'm thinking of Tanton Hog. I'm thinking of him as a manager. I'm thinking of some players that stand out to me that could be impact players for both sides. You know, I, I'm thinking of Gordon on one end. On the other end, I'm thinking Rashford, um, as, as well as some others that stick out as potential threats. And this one's a tough one. I, I think it makes sense that they're so close in the on the leaderboard because, you know, they're they, this is a tough one. I think your two two draw is a fair prediction. I'm going to count on Newcastle showing up, being that it's a home match, being that they came off of a decent performance against PSG in the Champions League. I'm just, you know, they have a little momentum going here, a little opportunity and. If they do show up, I think they can compete with pretty much any team in the league. So uh, I'm going to go with them showing up for this one because it is a big game. And I have them winning this one 2-1 with uh, Gordon getting on the board for at least one of those goals. Okay. I can see that again. You go there at Manchester United. You said you talk about showing up. Maybe we'll be able to see how they go about this, how they handle – preparation and what they've been talking about and what they've been looking at and training and how they will approach this one. I don't, you know, again, we, we it's always get kind of shy away from talking about must win matches, but definitely got to be a good performer. Definitely. I think the expectations are definitely has to be a solid performance in this one. I mean, both sides in, in some, you know, to some extent, but I think the pressure's on Ten Hag, Manchester United. And, you know, like I said, like we alluded to at the beginning of the, the show, I mean, to go up and be up two nil, to drop those points in the champions league and everybody is looking at going, why and really is this serious? Is this really happening again? Just adds a whole other element to this, but it does. It does. Well, I'll tell you one thing. We'll, we'll definitely be tuning in to, to watch this game and it should be a fun one. It should be a competitive one. So looking forward to it and till next time, everyone. Thank you everyone for tuning in. If you like what we bring you here at the pitch pod, Please do us a favor, hit that like and that subscribe. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Thank you, everyone, and keep pitching out there. In a game, the round ball, round posts, anything can happen.